Hello, Oregon. It's Monday, May 18th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Representative Mitch Greenlick, a guiding force on Oregon health care policy who had served in the Oregon legislature since 2003, died on Friday. He was 85. His family said he died of natural causes. He had battled a number of health issues during the past year. Just this week, Greenlick participated in a phone conference on the state's response to coronavirus, according to his longtime friend and legislative colleague, Senator Elizabeth Steiner Hayward. She said he posed questions to Oregon Health Authority officials on the call. Greenlick founded Kaiser Permanente's Center for Health Research and directed it for 30 years. The Democrat represented House District 33, which spans parts of northwest Portland and the greater Bethany area of Washington County. Earlier this year, he announced he would retire at the end of his current term, which was his ninth. A man and woman from Washington State escaped a plane crash into the Columbia River with only minor injuries on Sunday morning. Witnesses told Hood River emergency dispatchers that a single-engine airplane was headed toward the Cascade Locks airfield just before noon Sunday. Callers said it appeared the landing gear did not properly descend in preparation for the landing. The plane then turned toward the river and came to rest on the water before sinking. Sheriff's deputies showed up and found the occupants, both from Bellevue, Washington, had left the plane and swam to shore. They were taken to a hospital with minor injuries. Police said the cause of the crash is under investigation by the National Transportation Safety Board. Oregon highway traffic plunged more than 40% in the weeks after the coronavirus outbreak hit the state, with roads nearly deserted. Now, the latest data from the Oregon Department of Transportation shows that thousands of cars are returning to the road, though still at nowhere near the volumes they were before the outbreak hit. What's going on? Well, one clue is that weekend traffic volumes haven't picked up much at all. They're still down about 50% from 2019. So it may be that recreational travel hasn't increased much, if at all. Instead, it may be business travel that's increasing. Although there's been no indication that laid-off Oregonians are getting back to work, businesses may be adapting to the pandemic, shipping and receiving more products, and sending more drivers on the road more often. Oregon faces new challenges in fighting the novel coronavirus after Governor Kate Brown this past week lifted her stay-at-home order and gave the okay for many residents to journey out again. Brown allowed gyms, barbershops, hair and nail salons, and dine-in restaurants and bars to reopen in 31 of 36 counties, after more than seven weeks of mandated closure to stem the spread of the virus. Although Multnomah, Washington, and Clackamas counties aren't among the 31, the governor also allowed many retail stores across the state, including in the Portland area, to open for business. But as the Oregonian and Oregon Live's Imy Green reports, The governor and medical experts agree that the success of these next steps depends largely on the decisions each of the state's residents makes about wearing masks, staying at least six feet from others, and minimizing travel. Even before Brown rescinded her stay-at-home order on Thursday, Oregonians were already going out in greater numbers. Traffic counts are up, and mobility data collected by Google from cell phones shows Oregonians have increasingly been leaving home in recent weeks. Even with Brown's March 23rd stay-at-home order, Oregon hasn't been able to stomp out new known cases of the coronavirus, consistently reporting between 50 and 90 new cases each day. Oregon so far has seen a relatively low number of cases overall compared to other states with dense populations and much busier international airports. 
As of Sunday, the state had identified more than 3,600 cases and recorded 137 deaths. Mount St. Helens in Washington State erupted 40 years ago Monday, unleashing massive mudflows, an explosion that could be heard 150 miles away, and a plume of ash that could be seen as far as Wyoming. It was an event that no one in the region at the time would ever forget. Reporters for The Oregonian covered the 1980 explosion and the fits of volcanic activity that led up to it and came after. One of those reporters was Julie Tripp. We had all been hoping that the mountain would blow, which in retrospect sounds like an awful thing to say, but it was so exciting. And we'd been, I even took a plane trip around the mountain and when it was uh, poofing and burping and gurgling and doing all those things. And, you know, it was really exciting. We thought, wow, what if this thing goes, you know? You can hear more of that interview on our weekly news podcast. You can find Beat Check with the Oregonian anywhere you listen to podcasts or ask your smart speaker to play Beat Check with the Oregonian. Thanks for listening. For more news, pick up a copy of The Oregonian or go to OregonLive.com. Thank you.